Hello, my name is Divya and welcome to Mindful, Beautiful and Thriving, a podcast conducted by the Tharika Foundation. A recent study conducted by New York University states that nearly half of all their students reported feeling a great deal of stress on a daily basis and 31% reported feeling somewhat stressed in general. Academic stressors show themselves in many aspects of a student's environment, from home to school to peer relations and even in their own neighborhood. But today, my co-host Sonia and I will be interviewing various college students on their personal experiences through stress in high school and the different ways that they coped with the stress and learned from it. Let's get started. Our first interview will be with Kusha. Hi, Kusha. So today I wanted to ask you a few questions regarding academic stress throughout high school. First, however, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Kusha. I am a current senior at Rice University, which is in Houston, Texas. I'm a political science major getting my certificate in civic leadership, and I really enjoy civics education and developing that. That's really cool. So you've obviously been through high school and seen the numerous highs and lows, both socially and academically. For the sake of today's topic, however, we're going to ask you to focus more on the academic aspect of high school. So academically speaking, what would you say was one of the hardest parts of high school for you? I feel like I didn't necessarily struggle with the day-to-day studying or homework or things like that. But I think the perfectionism that comes with living in Silicon Valley and feeling I have to meet high standards given how everyone around me was really high achieving brought a lot of toxicity and took away kind of that love of learning, which I feel like all academics should really be centered around. Wow, that sounds tough. You know, growing up in Silicon Valley, you know, nowadays, even middle schoolers, even elementary schoolers are stressed about getting into a good college already. So I can totally relate. And issues like these tend to have some kind of impact on your life, whether it be a short-term impact or a long-term impact. So what would you say is a short-term and a long-term impact of this academic struggle? I think a short-term impact of this struggle is that you begin to sacrifice things which are more important, such as spending time with family or developing really awesome relationships, uh, pursuing hobbies which might not go on any kind of application, instead studying or trying to get that grade. And uh, that short-term impact produces long-term impacts looking back. You know, I sound like probably kind of an old person, but looking back, I really do wish I had taken that time to spend more time with family, and now I'm a senior, graduating, don't get that opportunity as much anymore. But those moments, I think, are more valuable than maybe that 1% in a grade that I could have gotten. Yeah, I really do agree that family involvement and family communication is such an integral part of someone's life, especially high schoolers with all the stress going on, because whether it be a family board game or a family dinner talk or anything really it'll be such a great stress reliever for the high schoolers and I know that it's definitely helped me a lot keeping that bond with my family so with all these impacts that you've mentioned there must be cool and innovative ways that you've come up with to move past the stress and even take a lesson or two home so what would you say are some ways that you've been able to cope with the stress and 
Maybe what's one lesson that you learned from it? I mean, to be completely honest, I still struggle with that stress today and the perfectionism. I think it requires a fundamental perspective shift in realizing and maturing in, in what's really important. And it's hard to do that because, you know, you're young and I'm young and I haven't really lived out in the world and seen what's really important. But I think realizing that developing the whole person is much more valuable and developing character and integrity is always going to be more valuable than what's on the transcript. And you have to take that through hard lessons and realizing, looking back, maybe I've made some mistakes. Um, but I think these are lessons learned more through living through those mistakes than maybe something I can say. Great. Thank you so much. I'm really glad that you were able to kind of overcome those struggles and see how insignificant that 1% is compared to, you know, your time with your family and friends. So now that we've kind of learned about Kusha's academic stress and how to make the most of your high school experience, let's explore Claire's college experience and see how her expectations compare to the reality of college. Hi, Claire. Today, we're going to ask you a few questions about the infamous college experience and how it differs from what most high school students think and sometimes even fear. First, however, how about you just introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Claire. Um, I'm from the Bay Area in California, and I'm now a sophomore at Georgetown University. I'm currently undecided, but super interested in sociology and criminal justice. So, yeah. Cool. So, high school has always kind of been that place that's filled with academic tension from getting kind of a 4.0 GPA to getting into like a good college. And many high schoolers have unrealistic expectations of college and how hard it is. So what would you say is an unrealistic expectation of college that you have? Um, I would say one unrealistic expectation of college that I had was that you kind of have to know or at least have an idea of what you want to do in terms of maybe your major or just what you want to do throughout your college experience. That's probably one of my biggest unrealistic expectations. Yeah, what's really coincidental is I actually just listened to a lecture talking about how the stigma around majors shouldn't be at what it is right now and how it really is just something that you can take your time to choose and something that you should really make sure you're passionate about before you decide to really pursue it in the future. And I do think that, like you said, this is a really common misconception that kids make. So for you, why exactly was this expectation unrealistic? after now experiencing college? Yeah, so I'm only a sophomore now and I'm still undecided. So definitely going into Georgetown Undecided broke that expectation because I realized how much time I did have to kind of figure out what I want to do. You, at least for Georgetown, you get till second semester um, sophomore year to choose a major. And even still, some students will change that major. And I've really like been able to explore a bunch of different classes and stuff that might spark my interest. So just the amount of time that I thought I didn't have, but I do have, definitely helped kind of change that expectation that I had in the um, beginning. That's very comforting to hear. I know so many friends who are so stressed because they don't really know what they want to do, and that kind of just freaks them out. And I feel like this is definitely something that they will find relaxing. So my final question for you is that if you could go back to high school and tell your past self one thing about college that you may not have known then, what would it be? 
it sounds simple, but just kind of to relax. I think that especially with the college application process, it can be super stressful. So I think that kind of hypes people up when they actually get to college to see, you know, they have certain expectations of what it's going to be like. And obviously the transition can be stressful for a lot of people. It was still kind of stressful for me, but I think the important thing to know is that everyone is kind of in the same boat. Everyone is experiencing something brand new. They're going through a transition and, you know, not everyone really knows what they want to do. And for, especially for me, that was kind of comforting because you kind of think it's all, all you all in your head, but you know, everyone is going through the same thing. And a lot of people that you wouldn't expect that will be there to reach out and help like your teachers your your friends that you meet. And especially at least for Georgetown, they have really good on-campus resources for stuff like stress and mental health and counseling and whatever you need. I totally agree to that. And from a high schooler's perspective, I really wanted to emphasize on what Claire said about how you aren't alone and you always will have someone to go to, whether that be a guidance counselor, a parent, or any trusted adult. And I think that's really important to know as well. So for any listeners out there who are having troubles mentally, physically, and just need someone to talk to, I highly encourage you to just find someone and find someone you trust to go and tell them your problems and get that help that you deserve. So once again, thank you so much for your ideas, feedback, and time. I'm glad you were able to learn from all that stress and grow from it. We have definitely learned so much about the unrealistic expectations of the infamous college apps and college itself. Since so many different students take on so many different tasks growing up, from AP courses to maintaining that 4.0 GPA to clubs to extracurriculars to essay writing classes, we're going to ask our final interviewee about their experience with taking on so many tasks and how they were able to balance them and grow from them. Arashika, today I wanted to ask you a few questions about what I like to call the balancing act of high school. Many kids must not only maintain a perfect GPA, but they also must do several extracurriculars as well as volunteer hours and other clubs. Before I ask you these questions, however, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, my name is Rashika. Um, I just graduated from Fremont High School and I'm going to be a freshman at UC Irvine and hopefully majoring in psychology. That's fantastic. So I'm sure you've done so many different things in high school, whether it be related to grades and coursework or extracurriculars and summer camps. However, all the academically oriented activities must have taken a toll on you and your well-being. So how did you exactly feel growing up with all these different activities and the pressure to be perfect in each and every one of them? Yeah, so I mean, aside from taking like AP classes at school, I do martial arts and I'm also a summer camp counselor at a summer camp for the past five years. And so there was a lot of things going on all the time, especially with martial arts, where I felt like I was there literally like all the time. And it was honestly really overwhelming a lot of the times. And it was hard because I would sometimes have to choose between like one of my activities and what I should focus on. Um, yeah, it was hard. Yeah, that sounds incredibly taxing, especially since you not only had to take AP courses, but you also had to work on maintaining martial arts and camp and all that stuff. So how would you say you kind of perfected that balancing act of all these activities? 
I definitely would not say that I have perfected it, but I mean, there's a few things for me. I'm really good at just like making schedules and lists and like sticking to those things. So I think that really helped. I would just try to plan out like during the week, like when I have martial arts classes and when I have tests and quizzes and stuff for school. And I think maintaining like a schedule for me and then also having time to not do any of those things and just to relax or hang out with my friends was really, really helpful. And then also just taking a step back sometimes and, you know, just thinking like it's okay if I'm not perfect in all of these things. Like I'm just doing my best and working with what I have. Yeah, I totally agree to your point about how creating to-do lists and prioritizing your work is such a key part of any high schooler's life, especially one who takes on so many different activities. And I know from experience that it really is hard to manage everything and get everything right and meet all the deadlines. So I definitely think that your words of advice really, really helped. So as mentioned, many students really do take on so much, but I don't think a lot of them actually realize the long-term effects and how it could affect both their mental health and physical health. So looking back on this experience, what would you do to change this experience? To realize that all you can do is your best and to also just make sure that you're taking time for yourself and you're taking time to hang out with your friends and, you know, just do activities that you want to do that are not for college apps and just things that you want to do for fun. And I think I definitely wish that I had spent more time on that. And then another thing I think, I mean, I don't think I really had this issue because I genuinely really loved all the activities I did. But I think one thing that becomes a problem is that people just do things that'll look good on their college apps. And I think one thing that'll really help with the stress is picking activities that you actually really like doing, because sometimes even those activities can be stress relievers for when you're stressed out at school or something. Wow, thank you so much for those tips. They are definitely very helpful. So thank you all so much for joining us today, and I hope that our audience found these little tips and tricks helpful. So remember, although high school may be an academically tough place sometimes, there are always different methodologies to help you and people to go to as well. All you have to do is not worry and get stressed for things that you just may regret later on. And good luck from me to you. We are Sonia and Divya, and this is Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving. See you guys next week. You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Friday, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and thank you so much for listening.